so I think for the start we should kind of chat about how both of us initially got into Star Wars because you know it's something we have talked and bonded about for quite a while now but it's I don't think it's ever something we've actually discussed how we how we get into it so um I think I've briefly mentioned mine but how what was your kind of experience at the start like what was the what was the first step you know it was kind of different from me for me I guess than for a lot of people since I didn't really get into Star Wars when I was like a young child mm-hmm. like when I went to elementary school I still thought Star Wars was kind of silly nerds and, yeah <laughs> not really not really because nerds I don't, I don't really know why I don't think I had a had real reason for that mm-hmm. you know, like same way that I was one of those children who didn't like the things other people liked. Oh, you know? uh, yeah, you didn't like, want to be popular. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Even if the popular things, other than Harry Potter, I always loved Harry Potter. <laughs> um, <laughs> the exception, but, had yeah. exception. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I grew up more with Lord of the Rings and all of that shit. Yeah. I didn't care about, let's call it sci-fi for the sake of the argument. Um, actually, I think. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, um, I didn't really grow, like didn't really care for sci-fi at all mm-hmm. until I was much older. Um, and yeah, like, honestly, how how exactly I really got into it is really hard to say for me. You just like, like you, you I just the- at, at one point I sat down and I was like, <laughs> guess I should watch those movies. <laughs> And that was that, was it? And I think I was like 16, 17 at that point. Oh, that's that's fairly and old, like, like. Yeah, you know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I've been saying. I, 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 I don't know, like, you know. <laughs> um, well, but can you remember what the I, first like, one you watched? I, I still know that, like, the first one I actually watched in cinemas was The Force Awakens. Okay. Um, Which I think was also one of the points where I, like really got into the whole Star Wars experience just like considering I didn't watch any of the other movies before that mm-hmm. in the cinema fair um but I think I actually just sat down one day and watched them all now was that them yeah like I'm you know like uh like movie marathons and stuff like that. I know yeah. you can't do that, but um, I'm <laughs> definitely, definitely the person for that. Avenger. So yeah. <laughs> I just decided one day I'm going to sit down and watch all of the Star Wars movies. Jesus. And no, then that... I sat down and sat, uh, watched all of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> all from, uh, was, so was The Force Awakens was kind of like the, the, fi- the, the final push you needed type thing? Yeah. Okay. It was... Like it's just different if you watch a movie in cinema. Ah, hundred percent. I agree. Like I still remember Force Awakens when it came out. Like it's still it's still so vivid in my mind. Um, and then so yeah, then that's that that's that's kind of now now fucking look where you are, hey? deep diving on. <laughs> yeah, and then there was then there was also that point where um. I got the serial number of the scrap press of uh, <laughs> and the and the first Death Star into my head and it never left. And and that's that's what. Yeah, I also, like, you know, at that point, 
You can't go back. I think at that point you, you, have, you have to accept you're in too deep. You have right? to you have to commit, man. <laughs> that's that. Uh, that's that's fun. Like I, I, I don't know why I always. I think you might have mentioned it before that you got into it later, but I never realized like it was like you know, late mid to late teens. Like so, I mean, my, mine is like. See, I have a bit of experience when I was younger, but it's funny for me. Around about the time of the Force Awakens was was kind of the same for me. So I um. When I was a kid, I I have like three different entry points. When I was a when I was a, a child, um, I remember very distinctly being over at my cousin's house when I was a kid, and so this would have been early two thousands, and they had on the Phantom Menace, but I don't remember what of it I watched. I just know that I saw parts of it, and it completely left my mind. And like whenever I look back now, there are like family photos of like my cousin dressed as um padme from phantom menace with, with the whole queen, queen of naboo get up on and i remember i remember even when i was younger like talking like nine or eight or nine or something looking at those photos not knowing what the heck she was dressed at you know and now, now i was saying no um and then so one of the big ones for me would have been um 2005 so i would have been 10 um and so it was in primary school it was like like late primary school and revenge of the sith had just come out in the cinema and my friend came to me one day in school and was like my dad's going to take us to see star wars in the cinema do you want to come with us and i was like sure you know had never seen any star wars apart from that little bit of phantom Menace, which i did not remember at all i was like yeah sure just just to go to the cinema with my friend and i remember watching it being like oh my god hi what is this and it's funny because I, I was like kind of like peripherally aware of some of the things from Star Wars from like pop culture like Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers and all that and I, I distinctly remember watching Revenge of the Sith and seeing all the clone troopers <clears throat> and then when they turn on the Jedi I'm like why is everyone surprised because I, cause I thought they were the same I thought they were Stormtroopers um, but I remember loving Revenge of the Sith I was like what the hell is this this is class <laughs> class um, and then like I, I love that and then I went and I remember like there was a bit of like Star Wars discourse in primary school around that time, and everyone was like, um, so "No, you have to go watch episodes four, five, and six. And I was like, "I remember my mind like, if you could picture a child's mind like seeping out their ear, I was like, but we just watched there episode more of those. No, no, but like, I was like, we just watched episode three. How's your episode four, five, and six already? <laughs> For the concept of prequels just didn't exist to me, and or I, I didn't know that that maybe if you had explained that to me, like these came out first. Then these ones came out and they renumbered these ones. Maybe I might have understood, but no one said that to me. <laughs> so I was so yeah. confused. Um, but I never saw them for ages. And then I remember catching a part of Return of the Jedi on TV. You know, like when you're flicking through TV as a kid and there's nothing else on. And then you catch like Luke busting into Jabba's palace. And I'm like, what's this? Huh? <laughs> and then I remember like, oh, Star Wars. It's one of the old Star Wars films. At that stage, you know, like once all oh, these are these are the ones my parents might have watched. And I remember like being like, like I used to catch like bits and pieces of Return of the Jedi like over many many days and being so enthralled by it um and then the my dad used to work in like the basically our equivalent of like Blockbuster and we would rent games every so often we rented the Lego Star Wars the, the complete saga and um I remember my brother and I playing through it and we at that stage we were like kind of aware of the prequel trilogy we kind of knew what was going on in them but I remember we were standing I don't know if you've played the, the complete saga Lego Star Wars but the main area is like a theater entrance, like a cinema, and you have like doors for all the movies. I remember us standing in front of like <clears throat> the Empire Strikes Back, 
and you'd step into it and be like the Battle of Hoth, and we're like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? We've never seen it before. So this was our this was our Empire Strikes Back, and then later I went and I saw the rest of the films, and I remember being like, that was re- that was like that was a fun time, you know. I was like, I am a Star Wars fan. <laughs> uh, and it yeah, was decided. Yeah, like I just like that was that time, um, <laughs> and I was like kind of like aware of like the Clone Wars and stuff, but I at that stage I was like. I only really knew of the the, the the general opinion of the film. I was like, okay, don't need to watch that. That's for kids. It's one of the one of them ones, you know. Um, and then I remember in the lead up. So then the news came out that Disney bought Lucasfilm. I remember it being a huge deal. And yeah. Like I was, I was like, what? I was like, what's going on here? Big. Yeah, like I can't remember if they bought Marvel or Lucasfilm first. But I remember it being a huge deal. And then the news came out like so soon after that they were making more Star Wars films. Everyone was, and and I even I was excited even though I wasn't like fully deep dived done and i remember then um playing the first remake star wars battlefront from like 2012 or whatever it was with my friends we were just playing some multiplayer and um force awakens was like coming out the next year or however long away it was and um he was a huge star wars fan and you know he was like he was getting me excited you know mm-hmm. and um at that stage as well he was watching because rebels had started because that was like the first disney production i believe for star wars and Disney Infinity was out at this stage, and they had like Star Wars um, characters, and they had like the crew of the Ghost, apart from Hera for whatever reason. They never made Hera. I still feel scammed to this day. Um, How do you make the crew of the Ghost without making Hera? They they made Hera a disc, <laughs> like where you could just like scan yeah. her in and have her as like a wee like side character. They never made a figure of her. They never made Chopper as well, like but they made everyone else. Um, and I would be pissed. <laughs> yeah, scammed. <time. laughs> and um, I just remember in our chatting like. And and I I credit my love of Star Wars this day to this particular play session of of Battlefront, and we were chatting about Star Wars, and I was like, I was, cause, uh, I was like, I saw some Disney Infinity figures, and I was like, Sabine something like Sabine something like like a bird or whatever. He's like, I Sabine ran, and I was like, what is that Rebel show? And I mean, it looks like <laughs> looks looks shite. Huh? And all I knew was these was these figures because it was like there's a figure of Kanan, there was one of Ezra, Zeb, and Sabine, and um, he's like, no, it's, it's like really good. I was like, I was like, I was like, well, like, what's kind of happens? And he started, he like, he's like, oh, it's this crew, and they like, it feels like you're watching one of the old Star Wars films. And they're like, it feels like a family and all. And it's, just, it's just really fun. And I was like, I was like, is it worth like for, for? Is it like could could we watch it? You know? And he's like, hundred percent. I was like, well, what about that? Like the Clone Wars one? Like I, I heard people talking about that. And he's like, that's amazing, lad. You have to watch it. And I was like, I was like, okay. So I went off and I um I just started binging Clone Wars. And I remember I came back the next session. I was like. Wow, that's so he, he did to you what you did to me. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I took him at his word, and I went and watched it, and I was like, lad, what is this? This is class. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, at that stage, I watched, I didn't know the chronological order was a thing, so I remember there being some moments being really confused where characters would come back to life and stuff. Um, I suppose we should say here, full spoilers for all the things that we've seen. Um, we should put that out there, I guess, because we'll be discussing yeah. things openly. But remember Padme's Uncle Anno, the Rodian? He gets... Yeah he gets killed like he, remember the episode he gets poisoned and kills and died yeah. and then like the next season it's one of the episodes where he's alive and I'm like I'm like well. wait what's going on here <laughs> um, and then I just dived super hard into everything that was out for the like I looked up what was in the canon and at that stage it was like the journey to the Force Awakens stuff, and I dived super hard into it and I remember leaving work on the midnight premiere of Force Awakens and seeing that cinema I was like that's it you know, this this is me. Uh, it's been like that ever since. So, Force Awakens is kind of like the the big the big moment for both of us, I think. Like so, but, uh, that was a phenomenal night. Like, 
I remember like the the whole cinema fucking like and, and over here like cinemas I don't know how it is for you cinemas over here are, are usually not that noisy people are generally very respectful in cinemas over here yeah same um if like you the, don't have small children you just sit in silence really and enjoy yeah. the film like I remember one of the big moments was like in um when that that thing happens in Endgame people cheered and I cheered and it's one of the, f- the only times I've ever done that <laughs> <laughs> um but I remember when um Kylo Ren kills Han it was like a <gasps> you could hear the air getting sucked out of the cinema mm. <clears throat> and um yeah I was, I was like i was on board from that that it was, it was a fantastic night and i've been a massive star wars fan since like so um that's fun to know yeah, like I mean, so i guess for, for you like the first awakens was more like the really point of no return kind of thing yeah where you were already but you were already like pretty pretty deep in at that point pretty in yeah whereas um, it was like, like the exodus for, for you for me it was like I wasn't really like, like I I had watched all the movies before, mm-hmm. and I did like them all, but I mean, didn't know like every everything about everything. <laughs> Why not? I, mean, I still I still don't. Um, but it's it's fun to remember like when I watched the First Awakens in the cinema. It was like a really good, cool experience, and I absolutely loved it. But it was yeah something completely different when i watched rogue one or uh, rise of skywalker and and mm-hmm. cinemas that was really like that's as you were already a, in a very much a much more uh emotional experience let's say the, the force awakens were or was or the later ones the later ones were okay yeah because you, you're in at that stage right you're like you're like yeah, in the I universe was like much much more invested do you remember sitting in the cinema and Vader killing the boys and the Rogue One? Hey? Oh my god. Hey? Yeah. That's one of the moments I think I'll never forget. Um, I'm still really, like, to this day, I am so upset that I got spoiled on Maul and Solo. But my god, that Vader hallway scene. I know it's, it's like, it's the oh, fucking, it's, it's the token one everyone talks about. And yeah, like, I, but I, still. I, I love Rogue it, One. Make it worse. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it, it, it is so good topic because it is so good. Um, and it's just like there's a reason I where Star Wars has a like as a has a hallway scene thing. It's because of Rogue One. Like Maul has this hall has one in Clone Wars season seven. Luke has one in The Mandalorian. Like it's like you want a character to look cool, just put them in a hallway. It's like <laughs> it's like Daredevil, like the Marvel's Daredevil Netflix show started the whole hallway thing. And now like if you want to make a Star Wars character look sick, just put them in a hallway and let them yeah. wreck boys. Huh? So, but it's yeah, just a very iconic Star Wars scene. Yeah, I mean it's it's so good. Like the, yeah, it's it is absolutely fantastic. And, and watched it, having watched it again recently, it's it, it's still amazing. Like some, like the one thing I think is funny, but it does happen in one of the comics. <clears throat> is like, can you imagine like so? Um, Vader sees the Radis like farting in the dust and says like prepare a boarding party, whatever. So he sneaks on board the Radis, turns all his stuff off on his chest, and he's like <laughs> holding his breath, and he's like, I'm gonna fucking do it to them. <laughs> <laughs> And then he like turns it all on at once again, but there's a there's a part in the comics I think where he turns off his um his his shit on his chest, but they make a big deal that's like he's actually turned off his breathing apparatus or whatever, and because he like he's like sneaking around this camp or whatever, it's like a, one of the comics when like Tarkin's hunting him or something, mm-hmm. and um he turns all the stuff off so he can be stealthy. So it's kind of like that. I just think it's funny like to imagine like creeping down the corridor <laughs> and get just stand there and be like here we go here we go here we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that already... part that, that part's fantastic. Like so. Uh, that's good, you know. I'm, I'm, I've always kind of wondered that. And it's always something I'm because for a lot of people, Star Wars is just like one of many interests. But for 
for us too, like, who like bond and actively chat over Star Wars, it's always really interesting to hear like you know how we got here. You know, um, so I'm curious for you, like, um, because for I guess as an instructor, you're kind of you're going through the canon right now, and you're I'm still I'm still all the way in the like I'm not your your canon is expanding, like yeah. <laughs> so like I'm still on the journey. So in terms of like Star Wars, um, in terms of like the, the films, the, the shows, the books, the comics, what kind of, what have you experienced so far? Well, I guess we talked about like all the movies, obviously. Yep. Um, watched all, all of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. yeah. Clone Wars is Clone Wars, like. <laughs> yep. 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 Was good. Yeah, very good. Um, we'll definitely have some extended Clone Wars conversations <laughs> at some stage, I imagine. <laughs> Has to be done, I, I would definitely imagine that. There's yeah. definitely enough to talk about. Yeah. Um, as you know, like first two seasons of Rebels, mm-hmm. then put a stop to that before third yep. season for. <laughs> what did that say? Because you fucking told me to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you're diving into the books and comics recently as well, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Like Very there tasty. was uh, show like the two like the Dark Disciple and uh more Son of Dathomir. Son of Dathomir that mm-hmm. I have done before last season of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Which Dark Disciple is very much one of my favorite books though. So yeah, absolutely I'll, uh, great. Christy and Golden, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really good. She she writes a lot of uh, Warcraft stories right now because she's she like she made she released this thing with Blizzard. Like she's she's written a lot of stories for them in the past, but she's like she's one of like their their primary writers at the moment, and she is really good to be fair. So she does do some good writing. I mean, I can only judge for that from that one book. But... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> she does have another yeah. in Star Wars that you'll read. You get some stage like so. Um. And what other what other kind of books can I have you read? Um, can't really give you like a conclusive list. Like you know, I do audiobooks mostly, just sure. because I have an easier time with audiobooks. Yeah. Um, like my favorites, like what's still absolutely up there for me is New Dawn. Mm-hmm. Like the Kanan and Hera <sighs> story. So good, very, huh? Very nice, very good. Your boy Quint Vidian. My boy. What was his What was his real name? Do you oh. remember? I was going to say Demetrius yeah. Vidian, but that's just the, that's the Count Don't, Vidian name again. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it is the Count Vidian name, but... But he had, like, I another name, it, didn't he? He had, he had a different <sighs> name before I that, definitely. can't remember it. <laughs> does, he, does he... He blows up, doesn't he? Like, he gets blown up? With, like, the ship or whatever, doesn't he? Or something like that? No, um, Skelly blows him up. Yeah, he gets blown Skelly up, Skelly yeah. does it himself. Okay. Not with a ship. He just holds a bomb. He just does it, time. Yep. My the, boy. The, the man, say, and he looks My towards like the scary. the moon or the planet great, or something, doesn't he? Great. Yeah. Yeah. He's very good. like he's like great place to die, and then he dies. Yes. And it goes out like and a G. He takes he takes Mister Vidian with him. The, it's just I like remember. such an amazing character again. Scally is so well written. Yeah. Don't remember who it's wrote just, it. I didn't write it down because I just thought of that. I'll be, I'm just curious. I don't know if 
the writer of New Dawn has done any any other books. But like I, I'm pretty sure it came out either before Rebel season one or like John around Jackson the time. Miller. Yes, that's right. Is his name? Um. Yeah, it, it came out at least around the time of Rebel season one, I believe. Um. But yeah, it is. Uh. Yeah, it's it really really sense. good. Um. It's. I think I read it after I started started Rebel season one, but it was still early enough in it that it really added a lot to. Like I already love, loved and love present day Kanan and Hera, and it, yeah. it really added a lot to both their characters and, and their like, independently and the relationship. It really, really did. Like, you, I just told you this, but like, I started re-watching Rebels today, yeah. basically, yeah. just as background noise, but yep. it's very different having read a few books since sure. I had stopped watching Rebels. Mm-hmm. And Can't get bigger. definitely doing a lot for that, and it really also shows a bit. I, I feel like Ezra is a lot like long, young young Kanan was. I mean, there's a a reason Kanan yeah. takes him. I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, there is like a, and I think there's even more with this because there is more Kanan content coming in the canon for you, um, and you'll see that relationship even more. I think, or at least that comparison. So, but uh. Yeah, no, I just like we're gonna be talking about our favorite characters later on, but Hera is definitely up there for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I love the new Dawn. So it's gonna <laughs> and, be uh, like my other might actually be like number one all the way up there is uh, the Ahsoka book. Yeah, Kay Johnston. Very good. Hey, it's just it's what a... I really liked about that, and what I would really love to see more of is like more of those everyday stories. Mm-hmm. Just people living, no, no huge stakes. No huge stakes, nothing. Just, just people. I suppose the the extent of the stakes in Ahsoka are like the uprising, right, they, on they Rada. Are, uh, like they, there's there's stakes, but not uh, all the time. Like in yeah. the beginning, it's just farming. Everyone, yeah, farming, living, <laughs> living a quiet life, basically. Yeah. Or at least trying. You get the Getting, get, like finding friends and all that, just like yep, it's normal the, stuff people do. It's a nice story, <laughs> like yeah. You also got the concept of how white uh, kyber crystals are made in that one, right? Yes. Like purifying crystals, yeah. Um, you actually do see the eighth brother in a comic, so I don't know what he looks like in your head, but you will get a visualization from some stage. I'm pretty sure I've googled him and there was no picture. Oh no, there definitely is. Yeah. Um, so you'll you will see him eventually. Just um, he's grey. <laughs> what? I know he's grey. That's the only <laughs> the only way people ever described him in the book is um he just looked uh he's a grey guy. Son of grey. <laughs> I remember because I remember reading the the comic that he's in and um then watching like Star Wars Explained or something as I always do and he was like um doing the connections from each issue. And it's like, oh, there here's the eighth brother from Ahsoka. I was like, what? <laughs> and then what? it like re- it like refilled in the story in my head. So whenever I think of the like, is is there a bit where, how does she break his lightsaber again? Oof. Um. Cause I know that happens. So because she, she gets the crystals out, right? But however it happens, I remember that whenever I think of that part now, I'm thinking of I have the visualization of of the eighth brother. I'm th- I think it's the eighth brother, right? Should One be of the. Eighth. There's the the ones you have are the you have the seventh sister, the fifth brother, and then there's the one from nah, Twilight of the Apprentice. The sixth, the sixth brother. Sixth brother. 
pretty eh. sure. You are, yeah, you're right. Sorry, sixth brother. The eighth brother, I believe, is the one that she was up on Malakor. Gray, see, I must be right. <laughs> the big brain. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sorry, it is. It is a sixth brother. Um, yeah, that's a that's a really good one. And uh, I'm like I said, I'm currently reading um, Queen's Shadow right now, which is also by E.K. Johnson, um, which is about Padme set after Phantom Menace. And yep. it's like her transition between becoming between being the queen of Naboo to becoming the senator. Uh, I think I'm about twenty percent through right now. It's quite good. Um, I said I could tell you all names of all the handmaidens. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of ease with uh, accents over them. I'll tell you that. Um, it's interesting because like um, I knew of like a few of them beforehand. Like in in the Clone Wars, she has like the I don't know if you remember Tekla from the Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, who, who gets killed by Cad Bane or one of the bounty hunters. Um, Tekla is not one of her original handmaidens, I believe. And then whenever she, at the very beginning of Attack of the Clones, when they land on Coruscant and the ship gets detonated, like Zam Wessel's trying to kill Padme, uh, like two of them get killed in that explosion as well. Like one of them, like Padme goes over in cradles and she's like, I'm sorry, my queen or whatever. Um, I think I think that's Corday, and then there's also another one on the the, the fucking ship that they never talk about who gets killed as well. Um, but they kind of talk about in Queen's Shadow, like they talk about like the the group that she had on Naboo, um, including Keir Knightley, um, <laughs> and um, that's Sabe, I believe. Um, she's like the main one, um, which makes sense because in Phantom Menace she's like the main double. Um, but they also talk about all the other handmaids they have there, and then basically whenever Padme is going to become a senator, she like all the handmaidens are basically like released from their duty. I'm not going to do spoilers heavy just for, for the sake of this. All the, they're all released from their duty, and then she has to get new ones to bring with her to her senatorial duties. And that's when um, they call up and they hire, like, Corday and the other one who died, whose name I can't remember. And presumably, te- she gets Tekla at some stage as well. Because Tekla was, like, a hand servant. Like, if you if you remember an Attack of the Clones, in the oh-so-wonderful scene where Padme and Anakin are having lunch at the table, and Anakin, like, floats a bit of pear towards her, and there's a handmaiden there. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, there's a, like a, a, a like I don't know if it's a handmaid or like a she's more of like a servant I don't know like serving them food or whatever but that that's Tekla so she must hire her then when she leaves Naboo so and then obviously yeah, she I did dies. See like a live action picture of hers, but honestly don't remember ever really seeing her. Yeah, she's only in like one scene because then they go off to like frolic in the hills or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, we'll talk about the books again some later stage, like so. But I know really that's... just like you know this, but um, really gotta rewatch the two trilogies, like the, the uh... OG and the prequels. Oh yeah, it, especially when you have no idea the added context of a lot the of sequels, stuff. Actually, I, I say you're probably safe to watch. Oh, like if you rewatch the sequels, sure. You're probably safe to rewatch the prequels anytime because you've watched the Clone Wars recently, but. Um, and then you've you've watched you've rewatched Solo I recently. I have already seen all of them, anyways. So like, I'm yep. not really questioning that I'm safe to watch them because I can't really spoil anything for myself. I mean, like for, for like added I details, you know. know yet. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the the best time to watch Rogue One is after Rebels, and then you have the original trilogy. Then like, so yeah, you're you have a good amount of stuff there. Um, well, I think we're and then you you've also been diving into a lot of the comics recently as well, mm. right? So any any uh particular ones of notes so far i know you've been you've mainly been reading a lot of the miniseries i have (laughs) not at all uh overly like been overly excited about uh, vader dark visions at all that's a yeah i I remember 
it's, you were you were not exposed to any of this because like it, it's maybe something you'll get nowadays right if you're reading them weekly as they come out there was a huge controversy around vader dark visions oh, right i'll give you it's around a particular issue and i'll see like issue of the comic and i'll see if you can guess what it is but there was a whole bloody articles and all this kind of kind of stuff like so I'm supposed to guess now. Yeah, <laughs> the one where the... no, no, I can, I can guess. There's no problem. It's definitely the one where the lady is overly yeah. obsessed about Vader. Yeah, There's no question yeah. about that. Yeah. But it's there was, amazing. There was a whole like, I remember. You could, I wonder if you could even look it up now. Like, I'm not. I wouldn't do it now because you'll hear my microphone cl- or my keyboard clacking in the in the recording. But there, it was like a whole series of articles around like, like we shouldn't. I can't even really remember. It was, I, I, like, I'm generally very, and you can probably test this. I'm generally quite like good with a lot of like, if stuff goes a bit like is a bit too yikes, I'll, I'll usually be like, yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. I find them a bit yeah. ridiculous. Um, because the whole, the whole concept it's, of the yes. comic, it's meant to be silly. It's this not, woman. No, no. Well, yes, it is supposed to be a very unhealthy and very unrealistic obsession of hers. Yeah. But it is, it works so well. It's meant to be ridiculous. Well, because she's I don't like, even, I don't even think it's ridiculous at all. I, I mean, like it's, it's meant, really it's meant to be like weird. Tragic. Yeah. Doesn't she get a bit of a cape or something? Oh, um, he, the like she's the nurse in that. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Um, and he forgets his cape in the <laughs> operating room, and she thinks it's uh. Vader's present for her, and that's they right. Are meant, they are meant to be together. <laughs> she's, she's she's new Padme, unfortunately. But that's he... like still one of the more harmless things. I mean, she she basically um, she keeps a little, little box of trinkets. That's right. But like um, it's like the, bolts and the stuff, trinkets right? Trinkets are like stuff the Doctor got uh, out of Vader's body, like yeah. uh, old implants and all of that. It's just. It's just not healthy. <laughs> yeah, and then he, he like he kills her at the end, doesn't he? Because she yeah. sees him without his helmet. Yeah. She just she just goes in there because she heard um. She, it's like... she, she had heard that Vader doesn't doesn't lock his uh his quarters because, because he doesn't need to because no one would dare anyways. Everyone knows better. Yeah. Yeah, and she just thinks, well, we are obviously Get... meant to be together, so I'm going. Yes, to I can. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going I... in there and um. Basically, she tells him how much she loves him and how, how he's so beautiful and how he like she finds him with without his mask on and she's like, "Wow, this like more beautiful than what I could have, could have imagined." Please don't put the helmet back on and all of that. And he just like, sp- like spins her neck around. We can be together. I, I'll do anything. And then yeah, he Kick. just he just stabs her through the chest. Oh, I thought he broke her neck, but he nah. still, he, he tells her the lightsaber. Just, okay, yeah, he just <laughs> yeah. turns it on and. She, she she walks in and she dies, he, yeah. he's like the mo- he's like the monkey puppet meme you know like where you like look off to the side and then looks forward <laughs> when she walks in yeah it's one of those stories where i understand why people would be upset about it uh-huh. but you enjoyed it like it's no it's a it's a comic about vader mm-hmm. that is meant to show you how other people experience vader yeah, that's like, the whole idea have, of the miniseries. We have yep. all of the all of the issues and all of the single stories that are about completely different people that have nothing to do with each other, yep. in different periods of time. Like it's not it's not one story like other miniseries. Mm-hmm. It's and like an anthology. Yeah, it's just 
it just shows aspects of Vader as a character very well. Yeah, so it's like the the first one's like the the planet that didn't know about like really anything, right? They were like completely removed from like the yeah, very force primitive. The, yeah, like not te- technologically advanced at all. Where that huge Creature huge monster mo- monster yes that is the word um, <laughs> where that huge creature lives and they basically um hide from that creature underground yeah and, and pray that... to it and see it as a god basically yeah and they see because... vader's like the savior from the sky don't yeah. they yeah. yeah and then the second one's about like the imperial captain i guess whatever he is the the star destroyer captain yeah that is the one like from just this single comic made Brian Level be uh, probably my favorite comic artist of up there all for you. time. I can't, did I ever, did I say if he done any more? I can't remember. I usually look it up. Pretty sure when you he did some more. Cool. Pretty sure. Yeah, he's really good. Like the, it's it's one of those ones I think you lose out on if you view it on like a phone or whatever, right? Because I think the paneling is just so good in that the issue. Panel, yeah, it's it's yeah. amazing. It's like really, really. It's just really different. creative. Very creative, very different. Yeah. There's like the one where it's like the whole page is shaped like a Star Destroyer and then there's the yeah. one where it's like this, where the it's asteroids meteor. are coming out of yeah, exactly. Vader's eyes or whatever. Like it's, it's just really, really fun. Like and the one where it's like the ship is like snaking across the page, right? That's one as well. With like all the white space in There's between just it. And a the... lot of really, really creative paneling in that. Yeah. Really, like, just really, really well done. The layouts are just very, very nice. I, I agree. It was a re- I remember reading that. Like the, the whole miniseries, like it's just like... The, the stories are, are fun, but the art was, was fantastic, like, so. But I also um, really, really loved that for, like, similar to what I've been saying before, that I hope we get more, like, mundane stories in, mm-hmm. in Star Wars. I also do hope we get more stories about characters we don't really know and we maybe never see again, but, like, you know, like, you that mean- little nurse working... Oh, right, yeah, like one-off characters? Yeah, just one-off <laughs> characters, but... I suppose you'll get that throughout the it's, comics, really. It's it's just good. Yeah, like the people that Lando helps and Lando Double or Nothing. Yeah, like, just, yeah. like, generally more unimportant people, let's say sure. it like that. It's like ex- expanding the galaxy, basically, you know? Yep. Um, I guess uh, talking about our... I mean, I don't think it's very uh, obvious to, <laughs> to put a light on it, but we're generally, like very positive here so i think we're going to jump onto like talking about our favorite characters and moments even better (laughs) (laughs) so i always find it very difficult to like do like even like a top five i think is really tough it's really hard it's Um, also just like whenever someone asks me what my favorite character of whatever is mm -hmm. i generally forget about half of the characters that exist (laughs) and then Uh, someone says like what's their favorite characters and i'm like oh right i love that too yeah you're like crap i need to add that in so Whenever we're chatting here, I'll not be mentioning any spoilers for anything you haven't seen. So, to lay it out there, that'll be um, season three and four of Rebels, all of Resistance, and basically all of the books and comics that I've read. I'll be if I need to talk about the books and comics, I'll be more vague, but I'll just not directly address the shows at all. Um, so if you have to give me a like a smattering of a few of your favorites, who are we talking? Mm. <laughs> um, unimpo- uh, like un- unpopular opinion, Caloran. Oh, I mean, I agree with you there. I know. Um, Leia. Okay. For just, like, the reasons everyone has, I guess. Yeah, even um, here in Leia's team nowadays makes me cry. Huh? <laughs> yeah. 
Rex. Rex, okay, yeah. Clone Wars to get to get a Clone Wars character in there. Yep. Um, Massage Ventress. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, at least like after Dark Disciple, no one can tell me they don't love Massage Ventress. It's just her character's as great as as a whole. Like I love her journey. Yeah. She's yeah. She she does she she does have a very very great character. Arc. Yeah. Ventress is really really good. I. Couple of- as much as I hate Mace Windu, I love to hate him. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a good character, but I He's, hate him so much. He is. I, I agree. And that's what I think Star Wars is really well. Like, yeah. Mace Windu is a pretentious dick. But, like... We, I've, I've said this a few times to you, but Mace Windu is everything that's wrong with the, with the Jedi Order at that time. Very it's much so. Like yeah. the personification of... The issues. Of all the shit that's happening. Yeah, I uh, I don't disagree. <laughs> um, any more, or is it those your kind of those your kind of tops at the moment? I mean, I do love Ahsoka, but I don't mm. know if I would actually push her all the way up there. Sure. Um, Hera, at least from mm-hmm. what I know until this point, mm-hmm. I do love Hera a lot. Hera's great. Yeah. There's definitely some good I ones up there. I could go on, but... <laughs> yeah. I could go on, but I'd rather not. <laughs> I, I can't have some... get not, not just, like... Focused? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of agree with you on, on some of them. Like, I, I love Hera. Um, obviously, there's stuff of her you haven't seen yet. Um, So, like, she's one of my tops. Like, I, I love Ahsoka. Like, Ahsoka's definitely not of mine. Maul is 100% of mine. Yeah. Obi-Wan, I love. Um, yeah. Like... I just love all his stuff, like, um, and it's it's just so enhanced by the Clone Wars, um, like his it's, journey with yes. Maul is just so fantastic. Um, I See, I, just lo- I love it. Obi Wan, I could have put that. <laughs> yeah, like, and especially recently as well, like reading Master and Apprentice by um, uh, Claudia Gray, um, mm-hmm. which like Obi Wan and Qui Gon like before Phantom, like a good bit before Qui- uh, Phantom Menace, uh. I love Qui-Gon anyway. I don't think I can put him in my favorites, but I, I love him as a character, but it's like, it enhances that relationship between him and, between Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon so much. Yeah, and I've, I've really not seen a lot of Qui-Gon until this point. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, only, you have him in the, the Phantom Menace and you have him in the Clone Wars, really, right? Yeah. I mean, there's not, there isn't a lot of him. It's just like, what he represents as a character and like, he's so opposed to the ideals of the, Jedi Order at that time. Like, there's a reason he's not on the council, you know. He just has, like, such a different view of everything. Um, and that's just, like, really, like... I just really, really like that in a character. Um, and I just, like... I just love how he was portrayed and everything. So, anything more with him. And, like, Master and Apprentice, especially because you dive into his head a lot. And it's one of the great things about books. Is you can dive into the heads of the characters a lot. Um, there's a lot of stuff with, like, um, his time with Dooku and stuff like that. So, I just... Uh, I, I, I love Qui-Gon. But I would put Obi-Wan in my favourites... And uh, Kanan is fantastic as well. I put everyone in there too. Yeah. There's also a character who you've kind of experienced um, uh, briefly. Um, she's... Uh, oh, Afra is one of my favorites as well. Yeah. But specific, specifically, I'm talking about Ray Sloan. Yes. You, you probably yes. got a bit of. Um, she's one of my favorite characters in canon. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting more of her. Um, but yes, those are those are probably some of my favorites. But there's like there's so many, you know. Uh, but if, I, if you held me down and said you know <laughs> pick your characters pick them now <laughs> I, I would 
I will go with those few, I think. Um, so in regards to like favorite characters, do you have any favorite moments? You can pick it from any of the movies, and this this doesn't have to be a tier list. You know, this can be this us gushing about parts we really like from the movies, the shows, the books, the comics. I'll be I'll filter mine based on the stuff again you've seen, but I can definitely pick out a few. So I don't know. Do you have any like standout moments like immediately? The whole uh, clone arc with ninety nine. Ah, just like even even if like it was quite early in Clone Wars. Yeah, he's he's um, on like the odd episode. Yeah. Yeah. And like you don't really have like a huge bond with any any of the clones at that point, really. Like you, you you've seen him, but it's nothing, nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. And still, like that one got me. Uh yeah, it we'll, got me. You would only really have so you, there's like clone cadets where they're doing all their training. Yep. I think you meet ninety nine in that. Yes. Um. And then they, because they become Domino Squad at the end of that, and Heavy gives ninety nine his like medal or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and then they go off to <laughs> ro- rookie. I oh, you think about it now? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> then they go off to rookies, then which is the the outpost, which is where like most of Domino Squad gets killed. And then next time you see them, then is Arc Troopers during the Battle of Camino, and that's where ninety nine dies. Uh, oh, that's it's like yeah, I'm just, I just I just touching them cradling his body. <laughs> yeah, very much connected to that also getting from Clone Wars that whole Boba Fett backstory oh. Oh, situation yes. Boba is like just very very good there's very a enjoyable. The, the bit in Empire because I just watched the Empire Strikes Back last night the bit on the Star Destroyer when Vader is hiring the bounty hunters to go get the Millennium Falcon yeah. so it's funny if you watch the Clone Wars because Boba has like history with like at least Bosk and Dengar yeah uh, Forlam and Zuckus, not so much like, but in the from a certain point of view, the Empire Strikes Back, which I'll not go into too much because you'll probably be reading it some stage or listening to it. Um, Please. one of the one of the stories is like Boba during that kind of meeting, and um, because uh, we see in the film that Boba's like the he's the one that tracks down the Millennium Falcon. Um, he like he like gives them all like bad information and all they like throw them off the Sentinel, <laughs> even though he's worked with them a few times. But um, yeah, it's it's um it's funny just, because like. Yeah. Uh, we've been like i've been taking my friend through star wars and like for him primarily bosk is a clone wars character because he doesn't he didn't remember him from the the films and i was like the first time we saw bosk in the clone wars i was like oh there's bosk he's like oh who's that he's like it's like one of the bounty hunters from empire strikes back and he's like oh okay so bosk became a clone wars character for him with like the the voice and everything and then mm-hmm. during the scene in empire strikes back bosk's <laughs> only on screen for like max about 15 seconds and then the scene goes on he's like is that is that all there is to Bosk? Bosk? And I was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's him gone. You'll never see him again in the film. I mean, honestly, still, still with Clone Wars in it, I still think we did not get nearly enough Bosk content. Bosk is great. I uh, love him so much for like no no particular reason because we didn't really get that much Bosk stuff. He's like, I, I just I find him so fun. Um, Because he was generally traveling with like Boba and like Aura Singh stuff and then... Yeah. I'd be kind of curious, like, I wonder how long they stuck they stuck together because we know uh, Aura Singh died from a fall. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not pushed. Um, so I'd be curious if like her and Boba and were like and and Bosk were traveling at that stage. Maybe that kind of wrecked it or whatever. Um, but I don't know. Have you 
have you heard? I know this is we're kind of tangent, getting tangent all the time, but this is the best thing, right? Can we see at least? No. Am I mixing shit up? I don't know. Didn't we see Boba and Orosing basically split up in Clone Wars? Falling up, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we did, yeah, because Boba's in that one where, like, Ventress is on the train, right? Yeah. And Dengar's there, but Orosing's not there. Yeah, no, I think you're right, actually. Maybe maybe he heard about it. Maybe he maybe it was on, like, the Hollow News or something, like, on, in, like, the underworld. He heard Orosing's dad, and he's like, well, there we go. But yeah, I think, <laughs> like, Boba, Boba is definitely together with Obi-Wan and Maul, one of the characters who got the most out of Clone Wars for, I agree. for the character. I definitely agree. Like, like Anakin has some really fantastic stuff, but in terms of, like character, like and a lot of his stuff is like Ahsoka and his relationship with yeah, Padme and stuff like that. But just uh, the characters we already knew before. I mean, mm-hmm. like yeah, we basically right, like, we knew Obi Wan, but like at at that point where we knew him, he was a bit of a different character than what we can see in Clone Wars. He basically goes on a whole bloody other journey between Attack yeah. of the Clones and, and exactly. yeah, Range of the Sith, so I uh, I definitely agree. Um, Anakin is still kind of like same dude. Yeah, he just has like he just has stuff tap happened to him we in there, can, but yeah, it's like we can see how it got how it got where it got in the end. Yep. But it's not as profound yeah. as what happens to Obi Wan. I do Boba, I definitely we agree. Basically, only saw him and thought he looked cool once before. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it added a lot to Boba, like trying to hunt down Mace Windu, things like that. It's like really, really, yeah. really good. Like, and um, it's, and, and now we have this like new like because there's some comics right now where Boba is in. And he's kind of like a main character, and I haven't started reading them yet because it's kind of where I'm behind on. But apparently, Boba is very like very bounty hunter, and we we see in the Clone Wars that Boba has like he seems to have some sort of code, right? He doesn't just kill boys for the sake of it. Like Aura does some things, and Boba's like, eh, don't know about that. And apparently in the comics he's kind of more like like not straight edge but you know he's like more to the point like i'll kill these boys if i need to but we see that he kind of has like a he, he does have a code in like in the mandalorian right he's like willing to help din get grogu back which i'm really like seeing now like and fucking get tamara morrison back mm-hmm. ah fantastic like so yeah boba boba definitely was helped a lot mind the bit where aura sang puts him in the box and delivers him as like the bride i <laughs> <laughs> love that <laughs> He's like, let me out, let me out. <laughs> the, the, I think they're called, those people are called like, it's, it's, here, here's the thing, right? The people are called, they're spelt K-A-G-E. And it's meant to be, it's meant to be like Japanese for shadow. And in Japan, they pronounce that Kage. Yes. Like, ho, like Hokage. But I don't know if the race in Star Wars is called the Kage or the Cage. I think it's Kage. But I don't know. Probably. Um, yeah, that's a, that's, that whole stuff is fantastic. Um, do you have any like standout movie moments? From, from any of the films really I know mean, we, we talked about the Vader hallway scene from Rogue One but any like any other particular I mean, like we, we oh. can go through all the memes um... I mean we could like <laughs> you could talk about it you could easily talk about each film like that's the, that's the best thing with Star Wars even if there's some films that you like don't like as much as others potentially Rise of Skywalker I hitting that thing I, I I teared up when fucking Han appears to Ben in yes. Rise of Skywalker it really yes. got me and I was like, like I I would put Rise of Skywalker down uh, quite low in my film rankings, and it it's getting some stuff right now in the comics that people are saying is really helping it. But I would put it down quite low. But when when Ben is standing on the ruins of the Death Star and he hears Han behind him, he turns around and bloody Harrison Ford stand there. Hey, I started tearing up. Yep. And like I I loved I, it. Like I 
bawled my eyes out through a very large part of the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, like I've I've seen the Rise of Skywalker twice now, and I definitely like it more than when I saw it initially. Um, I mean, like, especially, I'm not, not going to say it's not a flawed movie. Like just as yeah. a, as a movie, you know, you know how how I view that. It's like it's still a great story, but doesn't mean it is a, it is a great movie. Sure. Yep, I get that. Um, and like yeah, I it it just it got me hard like, at points and it's... Han and. And Kylo's <sighs> meeting is definitely one of those. It's, it's up there, like, and have you, like, have you gone back and listened and, like, watched any videos about who all the voices are speaking to Rey at the end? You know, like, when they're, like, when they're, like, rise, Rey, and all that. You hear, like, Qui-Gon and Mace Windu and all that. Have you, have you ever looked and seen the list of voices in there? I think I did, but there must have been quite so... a while ago. They're, um, the idea is like what yeah like Ray is being like enhanced by like Jedi of the past right yes. and um, a lot of them are Jedi who have who have um, passed away but it's been confirmed that there are ones in there who like we we don't know the fates of right and um, among there are Ahsoka and Kanan and that mm-hmm. fucking gets me hey huh? like they're they're some of the voices that are in that thing and because yeah. it got them to record new dialogue for that like it's only like a line each but it's like oh it really it really gets me like so um. Yeah, that that's like the the Han moment, like saving Ben is one of my favorites in the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, like there's there's definitely some gaff to the Rise of Skywalker. Um, so in in the comics right now, yeah, like in the in the current Darth Vader run, they're tying a lot right to it, and apparently it's like metal the stuff that's kind of going on. But like, why does Orochi's dagger have the map to the like? Why does it have the shape of the Death Star ruin? I don't know. It's a bit goofy, but I I, I still like it primarily yeah, a lot like they um, made they made some funny decisions um yeah but doesn't make the story bad at all yeah like uh is it ochi or orochi i think it's ochi isn't it the the assassin that they were tracking uh, ochi of bestoon or something like that i could not tell you yeah he's in the see, he's in the current darth vader run right now so people are like getting to know him as a character uh there's yeah there's definitely a bit of, a bit of goof to it but um I uh, there's some moments in it that I, yeah. I really like. And also the, the, one, the... Uh, one moment for me, another very very unpopular one. Um, in which film? Luke dying. Oh man, hi. When he looks over the sons of Acto. It was, it was a scene. Oh man, it was one scene. Like that whole confrontation between him and yeah. Kylo. I didn't I didn't catch it during the film that he wasn't leaving footprints on the the salt, and then someone pointed out to me. I was like. Yes, obviously. I wasn't watching their feet, I guess, but it's, they make a whole point about Kylo skidding and causing the big red smear, and yeah. you never see it with Luke, but, oh, yeah, Luke dying is... It's like, oh, it's... It's a beautiful moment, like... Yes. They, oh. made, it, they made it very good. That is my opinion. I know very yeah. many people in the world do not think that way. Yeah. It's... Ah, oh, no, it's it's a, a lovely moment, like... Um, like, I did not love... I did not love the fact that he died. Sure. Of course, but... It was a, still it, a really well done. made it good. Yeah. And the, the last... Because we're, like, talking a lot about the films and stuff. The the last moment that really bummed me out about The Rise of Skywalker, and not bummed me out in terms of, like, oh, that was crap, but bummed me out is, like, a... Like, like when you would see your, a character, you, like, die. Snap Wexley dies in the Battle of Exegol. And, and, and in the films, Snap mm-hmm. Wexley is not a massive character. He's, like, one of, like, Poe's boys. Snap Wexley is so big in canon. Like, he's in, like, so, loads of books, loads of comics. I, I, I love Snap Wexley. 
and I was so bummed when he died. And I, I, I deflated in my chair. I was like, no, man, no. Like, and some people look at it and be like, that's your man from Heroes. Oh, look, he got blown up. But it really bummed, it really bummed me out. Um, like, you'll, when, as you'll start diving into more of the comics now, you'll get that association. But like, he's a big character in canon. And it really, like, oh, it, 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 it helped me when he died, huh? So, and I've been, I've been reading a lot of stuff recently that he's in. Like, re- rereading it. I'm like, oh, God's sake, snap, huh? So, but, uh, yeah, so we're approaching the hour mark, which I think is, like, a good thing. So, I guess we can wrap it up by talking about what Star Wars means to us and why we think it's important. Both as, like, the kind of messages that it in- conveys and why it why it's so popular i think um so i, I don't know f- how it is for you but like in terms of like before we start getting into like the philosophical aspects and all one of the things i, I think why star wars does so well is because generally if you like a thing in like like star wars has so many different pools of interest right it has like if you like the jedi and the force stuff you've got loads of stuff if you like pilots and ships you've got all this you've got bounty hunters You've got pirates and smugglers. You know, there's so much stuff. And it manages to balance it all so well. Like, maybe there's someone out there who likes politics stuff as well. There's that as well, if you want that. You know, uh, someone's probably likes it. You know, I, I, I enjoy it to a degree. I think it can be done well. It can be done kind of in a bit of more of a boring way. But I think it hits so many different things so well. Um, like, out of those things, like, what's the... What, what would be your, like, main things, like, that you love? Like, if you were to get an episode of some show that tackles like different aspects of star wars right and you were to get like a, an insane episode about the force about pilots about like smugglers about the bounty hunters about any of the aspects of star wars what would be your like your the ones that hit you the best like what what, what is your favorite things about star wars in terms of those like topics that is a question <laughs> it's, 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 it's really interesting to think about um... right I, I find mean, it really tough. I've already had it with like the whole slice of life stuff. Sure. Like one of my favorite scenes from the from the sequels is just the beginning of I think it was The Force Awakens, wasn't it, where Ray just walks through that market and gets gets her inflating bread and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's got uh, Nima Outpost, right? Yeah. yeah, when she's like trading in her her junk that she's scavenged. I yeah. love that. That's like just the kind of slower moments. Yeah, I, I, I really, really love that. Um, I mm-hmm. really enjoy all of the force-centric, more yeah. spiritual stuff. Yep. I like it that. I honestly it's... like. I'm not like a huge, huge action fan. Sure. So. It's the more like. Don't need that. But. The more conceptual kind of stuff is the stuff that hits you more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and also that's like fair. The whole interpersonal stuff, I guess. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, because like, he, it's it's very easy to say like logical. Maybe is the word. Yeah, there's a lot of really good like. like Kylo Ren's uh, got a lot of that. <laughs> there's like the character stuff is just like really interesting to to read. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Star Wars is like, Star Wars consistently over and over again is about like family and yes. whether it's between brother and sister whether it's about chosen father family. and son yeah like you're, yeah your chosen family versus versus who you're born into like nature versus nurture like it's between like all siblings between mothers and sons it's like and it, i think there's a reason why that hits 
with so many people so often, you know, because it's it's a it's a relationship that a lot a lot of people, not everyone, unfortunately, but a lot of people are familiar with, and like there, there's just something about it that whenever like I'm, I'm going to start crying about it now, like, but <laughs> whenever whenever Ben like becomes one with the Force in Rise Skywalker, Leia goes at the same time, like something about that just really gets me. Yep. Like Leia's like waiting there the whole time, and as soon as Ben goes, she goes as well. Like things like that. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's. It's very like it, it hits hits deep in the soul, you know. So, um, I I, I think I'm kind of saying I love the force stuff. Um, I I I really like the pilot stuff. Um, it was never like a, one of my favorites. I always really liked it. Like having rewatched Rogue One, the space battle in Rogue One is absolutely amazing. Yes, like it's really so good. Very good ones. Um, like you've seen um a princess on Luthal, right from um Rebels, like the yeah. the hammerhead the hammerhead corvettes that leia helps get to the rebellion like i I believe they're from legends they're like an old ship but like seeing those ships then in rogue one and then one of them like smashes one star destroyer into another and they like mash them together and just like it's just such a it's really really it's definitely more on the actiony side um but they have done some pilot stuff in the books and comics as well that is like you don't have the action of watching a film but it's still really enjoyable to watch i think that comes with like really cool ship design and things like that um there's a series of books called the Alphabet Squadron, which I haven't yet started to read, but apparently they're really, really good. Um, and it's all about, uh, it's like a, a pilot group from the New Republic. Um, so I'm really looking forward to reading that. But I think Star Wars is re- like really, really good. And those who have continued the legacy over time have continued that where like, no matter what you like, there's probably something in Star Wars you'll like. Yep. And it's not, it's not easy to do that, you know. Um, they just really so- manage it just by building a huge universe yeah that's just really got so many different authors it's got so many different stories it's got so many different characters yep you can always find something that's for you yep it's 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 not an easy thing to do but they they consistently manage to do it you know um it's yeah it's a i mean there's a reason why we're sitting here talking about it right because obviously means a lot to both of us and to a lot of people and it's incredibly easy to talk about which I think yeah. is like so good. You could get like we're nearly at an hour now, and we like you can easily lose like twenty minutes just talking about like one like a single portion of one film. Yep. You know, it's just it's just so so easy to do. And I suppose we'll say like um I guess the intention for us um is like we got the Bad Batch starting next week, which we'll both be watching on release day. I'm assuming, yeah. I would assume so. Yeah, so we got the the. 70 minute premiere on monday and then we got episode two on the friday and we're recording this on a saturday so we'll probably be able to talk about both episodes um so i guess the, the idea going forward is like we'll ch- be able to chat about what's come out maybe that week and especially when we're both up to date with like books and comics and stuff we'll be able to talk about the new stuff that's coming out in those regards as well so that's the thing it's there's constant content coming out so it's never gonna be a, a dull moment and even if there is like a break we can just like talk about something else, you know. It's not that difficult. Yeah, um, I mean, we, there's there's enough enough topics still. Yeah, so I suppose we can end this one with a, a bit of a fun one, a bit of speculation. What would we like to see in Star Wars? I am so going I suppose... to pitch my sh- my my idea for a Star Wars show to you now. Oh, right. So <laughs> we'll 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 premise this with with we'll we'll like frame our discussion. So this can be like. So kind of what you were saying, right, about when you were starting reading Han Solo, Imperial Cadet, you were watching like Solo and you're like, wonder what Han actually did in the, in the yep. when he was part of the Empire, right? 
So you can have things like, that, and then we, well, we obviously get that story. And Star Wars is like, there's a whole, there's a reason there's a whole meme in Star Wars, like from people who like clown on the can of it, where like if you see a background character, they probably have a story about them, yeah. right? Star Wars is really good for like filling in those moments. So this discussion can be like, you've seen like an episode of a show or like a movie, and you've always wondered like, I wonder what happened there, or I wonder what that character did. So it can be ones like that, or it could be brand new unrelated stories that you would like to see. Hit me with your idea. So um, my pitch. George Lucas hit me up. Um, Go ahead. George, <laughs> give us Georgie, a call at Georgie boy. Yeah. Um, George L. <laughs> <laughs> my, my pitch is I want a Star Wars Cantino show. Right. I just want a show about a Cantina barkeeper, I guess. Right. And the stories he hears about all day, about the people who come to his bar and complain about their wife, about... Uh, the problems the, yeah the <laughs> problems the 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 bounty hunters they come and oh. and, and all of that i just, just so, it's just very mundane very everyday very very are you picturing live very, action or very, animation or i am picturing live action <laughs> okay 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 but it what wouldn't, way? wouldn't have to be honestly it doesn't doesn't really matter for that what way are you picturing it are you picturing like him talking and then it like fades into the flashback is that what we're kind of envisioning uh, there's um there's a show on netflix which i should have looked up before <laughs> which Some is more ideas a of- um japanese show okay that is just about basically that it's just a okay. cook in his in his little restaurant um he just has his has the people come there and tell them their problems and stories and mm. you get to see like the people's the people's view of that so so yes it would like fade into into the stories of, of the people who come there and tell him about could be really cool their problems i'd be down for that it would just if, be if, kind of like sometimes probably really cozy just <laughs> and sometimes probably fucked up yeah <laughs> I mean, I would be for it. If, if I see it now, you showing up on Disney Plus someday. <laughs> and yeah, I have, to, I have to look for your name on it. <laughs> it'll, it'll be right there somewhere. Um, I'll try, I have to try and counter that now. Like, I, I think, I don't, I don't, it's not proposing a show. I've always wondered what happened to Yaddle in canon. I believe in Legends, she dies. But I've always wondered what happened to her in canon. She's just, she's just kind of gone. Because like, Ahsoka never met her. She's, she's, she's in the Phantom Menace and she's not in Attack of the... No, I don't think she's in Attack of the Clones. She's definitely not in the Clone it's, Wars. It's and by true, the time... but we really never saw her. <laughs> like, so I yeah, I believe in Legends she dies between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. And I guess I should preface this by saying I know basically nothing about Legends. I'm just like, I'm just a canon, canon head, really. Because um, like in The Mandalorian, right, when Ahsoka's talking to Din, she's like, I only ever knew one other being, like Grogu. She never met Yaddle. So what what the hell happened there? Like we know it we know Jedi leave the council all the time and then they get like replaced. Um but what what happened there? Like I know nothing about Yaddle, like because I don't have her legend stories to do to me. She's just like Yoda with hair basically, <laughs> like long hair. And she's just like chilling there, like but it's oh, interesting wait. because I can I can look at the council in Phantom Menace and I can be like, right, there's um Eeth Koth, he does X, Y, and Z in Canon. There's Depa Balaba, that's Kanan's master, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Like I can see all these Jedi and like have an association with them, but Yaddle's just chilling there. I'm like, 
Yarl. What happened to you? Like, I, I want to know. I would, I would love to know more about Yarl. She's just, just chilling, hey, just, <laughs> just judging everyone. But I'd, I'd be curious what happened there because, like, the I know, and I'll not spoil the story, but the comics have a really good story with Jocasta New, the the librarian, um, and like they really made me like her more as a character, and I would love something like that for Yaddle. Yeah. Just so I could have, I have like a canon story with her. Like, where did she go? Also, yet another thing that I just thought about because you mentioned the comics. Told you that the oh. other day after I read the the solo comic. Um, I just want to see more of uh, whatever, whatever Lurianu. Oh yeah, is. her like intergalactic. Well, I don't know what you would call it. I don't know. Extra galactic. I don't know what the what the race is called even, but it's a super fascinating concept so i suppose we should they... preface up yeah go ahead we should say we could preface that by saying you're talking about the han solo miniseries by marjorie lou right yes yeah yeah it's like she has like the, the wee balls of light thing as well right yeah her uh you should call them seekers or something like that no 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 i'm going to have to think for she's definitely a very interesting species because they never name it either um Witness. They're just like witnesses. Witnesses. Ah, okay, yeah. And they can like phase because they like fly into the Falcon, don't they? As well, so they're like kind of unimpeded by like physical space, I suppose, or like yeah, physical just, matter. Like, I mean, the whole it's race doesn't doesn't seem to be um very limited by physical matter. Just basically, just like made, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they just they just said goodbye to the whole galaxy and went to <laughs> went to another place that we don't really know what that is, but apparently yeah. no one else can get there. It's only them and no no one else. Yeah, so, they just like they just take off and they're just do they do they come back and then help and then bugger off again? Don't they? Um, I believe they come yeah, back to help they, at the end of the they race. Come yeah, come back to help on the end of the race and to get there lost. Uh, member of the species i guess yeah it's just, I, I really like the the design of of Luriano. there's a f- yeah, couple of really fun designs in that comic cool design. wasn't there like the tiger the tiger race as well yeah from, that from was the Han- that, that's just crazy though <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember I what the race is called think about that. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> I, I just i just i just looked at that at that big white tiger lady and i was like was she a bounty hunter or was she like she like a was she in a rebellion spy? Yeah, yeah, she was part of the rebellion. She was one yeah. of the um you know how Han uh like his mission is to get all of those rebellion people who have information on stuff. Yeah. And bring she's them to bring them back to Leia and she's one of them, yes. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, Luriana was definitely very cool. Like they make um they make reference to the Dragon Void race, or Dragon Void Run, whatever it's called, the, the race itself, in like a later piece of canon, like that's been released quite recently. And now it was like the Leonardo the crap, like that's like, like this will be the thing when you get into the wider canon, right? You'll you'll start catching the references, and um, the uh, they talk about like the oh I was watching the Dragon Void Run, and I was like I know that. Yeah. Um, do, do you remember in the race as well? I think it's early in the comic. There's there's a human guy and he's like one of the front runners yeah and he's like they, they, they mentioned him as well and i remember hearing it in the thing and i was like why do i know that name and i looked up and it was the guy from the han solo comic i was like ah, i knew it <laughs> <laughs> so it's like th- things got like we, we can easily drop in a name like that it doesn't affect the like if, if someone hears it and they don't, aren't familiar with the comic it doesn't affect them at all but if you if you recognize the name you're like 
I know them. Yeah, then again, I so also it's... have that problem when sometimes I hear names, also just authors sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. See names, hear names, go look them up. They, <laughs> they haven't been in anything. I just like thought I remembered, and apparently I don't. Oh, dear. So you might end up spoiling yourself, I guess, if you look up stuff like that. I don't know. Like... Yeah, no, it never happened before, really, but... Like, oh, yeah. like it, that that happened to me before, but I never spoiled myself like this before. Okay. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, no, that that's fair. Didn't just go that, on that. a whole tangent about that to tell you it never happened before. Psyched. <laughs> 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 um, one of the re- like I guess um the last one for me I guess in this one um one of the really interesting ideas I've seen I've ra- I've heard raised I think it was Star Wars explained that raised it is he said he would love to see a series about. Luke and Lorsan Tekka traveling the galaxy looking for like force related stuff mm-hmm. I think that'll be so sick because we know that happens mm-hmm. um, and I think it'll be really interesting like and we know like uh, Ben travels with them for a bit when he's young um, and I think I think that'd be so cool like if you don't want to do live action just make it animated you, know, you could easily do it um, so I'd be like if you don't want to because I don't know what they're going to do with young Luke if they plan to do anything more with him. I think if they want to do anything long term with him, they're going to they're going to have to cast someone. And if they want to avoid that issue, just do it animated. You yeah. know, like I don't know how how is Max von uh, whatever Lord Santeca's actor's name is Max von Seibel or something like that. I don't know if he'd be down to do it. Um, and he he's he's still an older man when they're traveling. Like so, just do it animated. You don't have to worry about any of that. Mm. So I mean, I I definitely don't feel like them bombing about and. Just finding weird force shit, and then you could have them. You could have a start like that, and then like expand into this like wider narrative. Like, oh man, I'd be, I'd be so down for that. And you could have like Luke maybe finding force sensitive people and like getting the idea to form his school, or maybe he already has it. You know, when he's finding students for it, like, I'd be, I'd yeah, be down for that. I'd be, I'd be really interested. Life definitely needs some more, some more light on it. You will get a bit of that in one of the comics as well. Um, but I would, lo- I would love more of it. Like that, that whole gap in time for him i think will be will be so sick that, um, that japanese bar show that i told uh, talked about earlier by the way is called midnight diner oh the it's actual show itself is great i'll have to look into it um so i guess to finally wrap up today what would you like to see in the bad batch oh what would be um, like what would be like your I, you know, so the bad batch would be good start <laughs> <laughs> so we've seen um we've seen for like based on the trailers we have so we have the we have the the boys obviously we have Fennec Shand from the Mandalorian uh voiced by Magna Wen who which is fantastic yes. um we we see Rex yeah. we see this like omega yeah. kid which the some people think might be the last clone of Django potentially um like the last of the DNA or something I mean, like that we don't know the name does very much suggest so like some sort of clone name yeah 100% um what so like are there any like spitball-y things you would love like you don't have to go into like a big story but like quick things you would love to see I know I definitely have a few because we know it's going to be like a multi-season show at least which is great you don't have to worry about being one and done really so I know I'm always having a real hard time Do you like, may start you can w- before a show exists like, <laughs> when a before show like, is like, coming the... and it doesn't yeah. exist yet to um speculation on anything or to get my hopes up about what i what i want to see it's just it's just speculation like, though. I, like I'm, I'll, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying it's gonna be shit like it's yeah. definitely not but i mean 
could be. <laughs> do, you me, do, you me, do you want me to hit you with a few then? You can you can bounce off. Sure. I would I would love to see Rex finding Wolf and Gregor. Oh, yeah. And seeing what they do, like maybe he helps. Like I would assume he helps them. Maybe he helps them take out their chips. Maybe he they've already done it. Like we know the show is gonna be like clone centric, so I think it'd be big to see them. I would love to see Cody. I would love to see what happens to Cody. I think it's very possible we'll see Cody in either the Bad Batch or Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, I would love to see him in. Like, I would, I would love to see like Rex confront Cody. Mm. Um, I would love to see. Like no one, like we, we don't really know that that show is even going to run for the amount of time that it would take to get to that point. But whatever happened to the Bad Batch? around like order 66 stuff yeah i i'm so curious what happens i think we we probably will i think we'll probably see it in the premiere because we see in the trailer we see um palpatine's speech from revenge of the sith where he's like making the empire which happens after order 66 but it's 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 one of the things people have been so curious about for so long like do they do they go through it or are they since they are are the bad badge they are just like not part of that maybe well like are they are they so irregular in the way they've been like cloned did were they never given chips yeah did they give were they given chips and the chips don't work like i'd be so like maybe with everything that happened to echo like his got fried or something like that yeah. I'm, I'm i'm so curious to see i i think we'll see order 66 in um in the premiere i don't think we're going to get the music again though um because it's like clone focus but i, I mean I, if you give me that music again i'm here for it <laughs> like the, the anakin's betrayal i think it's called yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Um, what else would I love to see? There's like, I think you're. Oh, one thing I a suggestion I really really liked that I saw. Um, so if we're going to be clone focused, I would love like, if whatever Rex is doing. I'm assuming Rex is going around like finding clones. I would love if Rex goes and finds Cutla Quain. You remember the clone deserter from the Clone Wars? He has like the family and everything. Yeah. So that's funny. I was watching uh, Star Wars Explained like Q and A, and they were saying like, "What happened to Cutler Quain during Order sixty six? Like, <laughs> is he, is he suddenly sitting there having dinner with his family, and he's like, he like perks up and he's like, Jedi? There's none here, and he just goes back to eating his food. <laughs> um, so I, I don't I don't know. Um, all that also begs the question like, and it's kind of like one thing I still wonder about about Order sixty six to this day. If you don't hear the command, like, is it is it is it that they press a button? And you do it, or is it that you have to be told to do it? Maybe Cut never did it because he never. I always understood never heard it, it to be like a voice command thing. Yeah, like uh, Cody has the thing. Yeah, like Palpatine appears to everyone, and like in um in the Siege of Mandalore when it when it happens, like obviously uh, Palpatine appears to Rex on the thing, and then whenever Ahsoka walks in, you see all the other clones. Like you hear the the voice in their ear, so they're being told. Like so maybe Cut never hears it. So I don't know. Could I also always like get the impression chain, chain reaction. Maybe like, it's like do, 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 yeah. around the place. Yeah. One one clone hears it, the other ones and then just it, get it forwarded basically. They so <laughs> They just experience that time. It's like like a chain email. <laughs> Listen to this email, you will die in five days. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. I I, I wonder what do you, here. I'll, I'll try and get your thing on this. Do you think uh, Wolf kills the Jedi? Oof. I like kills a I can see Jedi, it going either like, way. Singular or 
Well, so we know he was one of Plo's Coon's boys, but he didn't kill Plo Coon. It was the two boys in the ship that did it in Revenge of the Sith. Yes. But I think it's also entirely possible that someone else was on Cato Nemoidia with Plo Koon, and Rex might have helped kill them. Or not Rex, uh, Wolf. Because Wolf is like the most like PTSD of them. He's like, whenever oh, yeah, he opens the ship. Man. Yeah, like he sees Kanan's like, the Jedi have come for revenge. And it's like, well, why would you say that? Maybe he's like, maybe he's like ashamed of what they did, but it could be like something that maybe he did in particular compared to the other ones. Like, so, I don't know. I've always wondered that. Just I think living really, in fear really that someone finds out and then they wanna... Yeah, they come after him. him. Like he, he rats them out to the Empire because he's so scared that there's gonna be repercussions for, for what they've done, you know, so... I'm I'm really curious. I'm assuming we're going to see the shutdown of the uh, factories on Camino as well. Yes. Like in the trailer, in the trailer, we see Tarkin training them. If we seem, do seemingly see on like the whole Order sixty six stuff, then we're probably <sighs> definitely gonna see that too. <sighs> Seventy minutes. I can't wait. Ty. The Clone Wars actually, Clone Wars movie two. Electric Boogaloo, and I am I am prepared for it. Ty. I'm I'm gonna watch it before work. Yeah. I'm, 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 I wish I'm very I hyped, could. Like, so. Wow. Uh, Shame. <laughs> what a shame. I, Too bad for me. Oh dear. Well, you yeah, just, just stay off Twitter. Forehead. <laughs> it's going to be really fun. Deal day. We'll, be, we'll be able to talk about like two episodes. One basically on movie length next week. So. Oh, uh, I mean, we both know we're going to talk about that before. <laughs> but. Oh, I mean like in, in a recorded fashion, you know. Yeah. So like I'll I'll probably make notes throughout the week of things I want to want to chat about as well. But like. I can't, I can't wait till we can, we can do this with the comics and the books as well, you know, because there's so much stuff to talk about in them. But um, you're on that journey now, so that'll do that'll that's an inevitability, really. So, um, so unless you want to chat about anything more, we can start wrapping up for this episode. I think I am all right. I think we're good. Okay, well, we'll call episode one here for today, and we will come back next week at episode two. Where we're going to talk about episodes one and two of the Bad Batch, among other things. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.